Yo. 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 Was <laughs> <laughs> that Nikki? We- <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> pretty good. Thank you. So today we're kind of going back to the basics, you could say. We're going back. We're throwing it back to where it all began, not just because that's the subject matter of the episode, but because Nikki has joined. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Hello, Nick. Nick, did you did you finish the original series, Nikki? I didn't. And I did want to say I do have a little bit of imposter syndrome being here. I want to acknowledge <laughs> I haven't finished the original yet. You guys are the true, real ones of this podcast, and I'm just honored to be here. Nikki, I don't know. <laughs> if anything, you're the only newbie remaining of the group. Yeah. True. You know? Yeah, you're the real newbie. I'm a double newbie when we get to certain episodes. Maybe I can watch them like... Simultaneously? You know, like, you guys will kind of watch up until the point I've seen of the original, and then once we get to the point I haven't seen in the original, I can watch like original and this one. Yeah. That's kind of a lot, but... Well, that that sounds be a couple of years from now once they get to season three. <laughs> That's true. That's about the pace I've been watching this show. So. Yeah. Nikki uh, kind of you ended off at the end of season two. Yeah, kind of fell off there. Yeah. So I got to do a binge to catch up, but I think it's doable. Yeah. What do you think, Babs? Oh, I hear her purring. Oh, yeah, that's some yeah. good. That's some good purring audio. Oh yeah. We got it. So, hey, Peter, what's up, dude? Uh, what's up? Uh, I just saw the episode, and mm-hmm. it was long. Um, that, that was what Nikki exactly said. That's exactly what I said. Yeah. Like, that was way too long. I think that's, like, probably the overwhelming thing. And then I have, like, I have some I have some dank thoughts. I, I, I'm eager to share my takeaways from this episode. Uh, I'm staring at a banh mi, a leftover banh mi next to me. Oh, do you want to eat that first? And uh, no, 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 no. Let's get into it. <laughs> Leave your hunger, and you'll be hungry the whole episode, wishing you could eat it. Yeah, I, I'm kind of like my roommates and my ex roommates kind of know me to do this. They what? <laughs> it's like a yeah. They I'm notorious in my apartments that I live in. Like all my ex roommates know this, where I will make food and let it sit on the counter until it gets cold. <laughs> And then eat it like Why? an hour or two later, and they don't get it. To be honest, I don't get it. Either. I don't get it either. <laughs> it it has to do with like my anxiety or like lack of focus or hyper focus. I'll just finish cooking and then get distracted and do something else and not want to put it down. Wow. And then I'll be like, oh wait, I made food, and then I'll come back and eat it. <laughs> right. Maybe that's the uh, ADD thing, right? Yeah. So you you got to put on the Seinfeld, put on the. Um... <laughs> put on the tiktok and then also oh i should i don't do that as much good anymore. good yeah 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 have we talked about that on this podcast i think so many episodes ago probably like season one to be honest yeah i think that's when it came up yeah yeah, yeah. is when when you were saying that and i was like really you do that peter that's probably not normal <laughs> <laughs> or at least not neurotypical actually though like so many people are scatterbrained nowadays Nikki, I'm sure you get a lot of TikTok. It's not WebMD anymore. It's TikTok sourced self-diagnosis. Yeah, there's so much of this. I, I don't see as much of it because like the part of training I'm in is um, more kind of like inpatient, yeah. really severe mental illness, like schizophrenia, bipolar. But we just got this lecture the other day from a neuropsychologist who's saying he's getting like so many college age students coming in requesting testing for ADHD, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I'm sure it's rampant. It's such a Gen Z thing to be like, 
neurodivergent yeah is just a it's like everyone wants to be that and what is it they say ADHD yeah i've heard of something called ADHD which is, like, is that? if i had to guess it's like people combining autism and ADHD oh, and having, okay. i thought it was oh. audio okay ADHD <laughs> i yeah you take a population and on mass hook them up to digital screens for like four to 12 hours a day like we're gonna start acting different yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's true so yeah. overstimulated yeah so i, I kind of want to jump into it because i got it, a lot of it. thoughts yeah 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 let's do it viewers welcome back to the podcast i told you we weren't going to be done here we are again just a few days later after the conclusion of the original series we're starting the netflix live action series we got a theme song and it goes like this uh, <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Avatar The First Viewing. This is the podcast where a first-time watcher... Whoa. Do I need to what change the... <laughs> You're both experts and both newbies to this show. We're both two, three first-time watchers of the show Avatar The Last Airbender on Netflix. Go through and watch the Netflix show. Now I'm even forgetting what I'm saying. <laughs> From start to finish. We go through and watch the Netflix show from start to finish alongside an Avatar expert. I'll still say I'm the Avatar expert because I've watched Korra. I've read some of the comics. If you're <laughs> if you're joining us for the first time and you just you saw this show on Netflix and it like increased the popularity, I'm the Avatar expert. My name is Eli. Uh, my name is Peter. I am the Avatar newbie. I just finished watching the animation for the first time through. Maybe a week ago. Let's come up with a new name for you. Yeah. I was just going to say, I don't think newbie is an appropriate title for you anymore, Peter. Fair enough. Fair enough. How about you're the Avatar Acolyte? <laughs> I'm a or, sophomore um, at best. Avatar sophomore? No. Avatar no. journeyman? Ava- Avatar student? <laughs> Avatar viewer. Graduate. Graduate. Uh, I think newbie's fine. That's newbie. Nah, all right. You're the newbie. <laughs> and same with Nikki. I'm Nikki. And today we watched season one, episode one of the Netflix live action Avatar The Last Airbender. This is the first time we've seen anything other than the trailers. I have some thoughts. Peter, you have thoughts. Nikki, you have many. thoughts. Peter, why don't you go first? So this is like overall thoughts? This is overall thoughts. Yeah, overall I want to say, I think a lot of my feelings are nitpicks they're kind of patriotic nitpicks like overall i want to give this episode a high score and i think netflix did a great job but there's a lot of things that i want to be like ah this could have been better that could have been better i would have done it like this that's coming from a place of one i just love the animated show and Mm -hmm. i think makes me appreciate how well the animated show executed a lot of elements of storytelling Two, I think it's actually, I have a lot of thoughts about about like where Asian cinema and Asian stories and Asian visuals are in the Hollywood context. I think a lot of what I'm going to say may come off critique or negative, but overall, I do want to say that I think it was strong. Okay. Nick. Mm. I think I feel slightly less positively about it, but I did, there was something really endearing about it to me Mm. and I did enjoy watching it. This might have to do with the CGI, but a lot of it felt very, like, early 2000s in quality to me. Like, it almost had, like, a Spy Kids sort Mm -hmm. of vibe. Ooh, that was a good Which I like. Like, I love Spy Kids. It was fun. But for our time, was, like, a little bit 
not what I was expecting and a little bit disappointing. Yeah. I think they did a really great job with a lot of the casting. Like, I think Aang's energy is, is right. Katara was great, but I was pretty disappointed with Sokka. His energy mm. is so serious. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to evolve in the show, but like it didn't, he didn't have any of the like sort of foolishness that I love about his character. Yeah. Mm. Like there was one line. What is something now? Paddle now, something later. Oh, yeah. He was. I can't remember. But when they were paddling. They're like yeah, going yeah. towards the iceberg. He yeah, says paddle now, something later. And it's so serious. It's like it's almost like he's scolding Katara. And we were just thinking about like how Sokka would have said that in the original show. Like Eli did it really yeah, well. Yeah, he's like paddle now, something later. You know, paddle yeah. now, something later. So yeah, that was kind of a bummer to me. But yeah, I think he looks the part. Anyways, I'm getting into the the details. Mm-hmm. Overall, I had fun watching it. Mm-hmm. My take, I think, first of all, it has to be said right off the bat: this is not a prestige show. <laughs> this is not like a. This is not going toe to toe with your successions, your Breaking yeah, Bad, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Bear. This is not a show that's like wow. A plus this is this is cinema, right? That's not that. And I don't think it's maybe it is trying to be that. Is <laughs> maybe that's the problem. Yeah. But it's not that. Like right off the bat, you can tell first scene, I'm very good at this. I can watch any show for one minute and tell how good the whole show is gonna be. Wow. Any live action show. This just recently Spoken happened. Spoken like an expert. <laughs> uh this just recently happened. I'm about to talk shit on another Netflix show. This show came out called The Brother's Son. And actually, uh, I used to work with one of the main characters in it. Mm. Uh, this guy, his uh, I knew him. His name is Sam Lee. And like, you know, he was an actor at that time, too. And then he's acting in this show. And I think he did a good job. I think actually a lot of the actors did a good job. But you could, you know, when you watch a show and you can just tell by the production value, the lighting, two sentences that any character says like it's this type of show it's a netflix it's a thing that netflix makes yeah. it's not a premiere thing yeah. there's a there's a obvious gap you can tell right away so that's what i want to say right off the bat it's not that kind of show i do think it's fun mm-hmm. it's definitely a fun show and i also want to say that after i've watched this first episode twice because i saw it uh when oh, it came yeah, out yeah, yeah. the day it premiered then the next day I'm, i was thinking about it and I was like, I'm going to go back and watch the first two episodes of the original show again to see how they compare. Mm. And then I watch it again this morning with Nikki. And yeah, it's fun. And I get why they are making it the drama, more dramatic version that it is. Yeah. I think overall, though, it's like I still I watch this. And I'm like the show. It can be more than this. It can be more than yeah. just like a fun show. It has the world has the potential to be a bigger and better thing. So I can't help but be a little disappointed. Overall, though, my impression is that they did a really good job with the costumes. They did a really good job with the art design. The characters are cast well. The acting, I have problems with. And I hate saying this about child actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate saying I'm there with you, dude. Yeah, but that's my thoughts. I think we're all in agreement. It's like, it's almost yummier to just plainly shit on oh yeah uh m night's movie because this yeah. movie this show it's in this uncanny valley of like it's not bad it's not terrible yeah. it's good it's honestly better than average yeah and i think it's impressive and it should be applauded but it's not it's not it's not like exactly push like punching that button i know me. and i yeah. think i'm already at that point of like okay we've progressed but we need one more wave of <laughs> yeah. like progression yeah 
to fully get to a place where it's nailed because I think the biggest weaknesses that I will point out, I'm kind of hopping all over the place, yeah. but I think the biggest weaknesses weakness actually is probably direction and storytelling. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Um, at the, it, with yeah. the hands of, the, of a more capable director, this could have been yeah. really, really good because they had so many other things they've done. They did yeah. right. I think you make a br- great point that I wasn't articulating to myself, but I think part of the issue is that Netflix hasn't really figured out its identity and it's like thing yeah. for its premium shows yet. It's not prestige like Succession, HBO. It's not like A24, their movies are a thing. Like you get it, yeah. you, f- you, yeah, you yeah. taste it and feel it. FX shows, you feel it. Mm-hmm. Even Showtime, you feel it. HBO yeah. obviously led the kind of yeah. identity like of their shows. Even Hulu to an extent, maybe, but yeah. it's weaker. Kind of. As an ex-Hulu employee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say this critique exists for the One Piece show as well. Actually, they were inco- yeah. they're consistently inconsistent. Both shows were like, they have a fuck ton of money on CGI. The wide shots yeah. are fucking brilliant. Lighting, SFX. Mm-hmm. But like, I think that's the unevenness of yeah. some aspects being so premium but certain aspects of like editing and acting Dude, being like much weaker. You hit the nail on the head. You hit the nail. That's exactly it. It doesn't quite know what it is yet. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm excited for Netflix to figure it out. I think that's kind of what it's going to take. We're a far way forward from M. Night Shyamalan's movie. We're a far way forward mm-hmm. from Marco Polo. Yeah. But we're still not. We're cl- getting closer. We're still not at the point of getting Game of Thrones Asian story yeah. version. This is not going to be a beloved show. And no. I hate <laughs> I I will give it the chance to redeem itself over the course of this season, but from what I'm seeing here, this does not have the trappings of a beloved no, show. Because, I don't think so. And we can get into the main critiques and actually I'll save it for a little bit. Yeah. I have one main two main critiques for this episode, but I think that's overall thoughts. Why don't we do the newbie recap? How about the two of us share the duty? Duty. So how about I'll start, you finish. Aye, aye. Uh, so we start off with a similar but different uh, recap. Ah! Okay. <laughs> Babs start- is all around. <laughs> Babs has yeah. the zoomies She's right now. She's really crazy right now. Uh, we start off with a similar but different narration where it's going over like the the story, everything changed, and the Fire Nation attacked. It's, ki- it's kind of like they took that script and then they... They hit the the DJ booth, and then it, some of the words are different, right? Or like, wicka, why, wicka. hey, just change change some of the your friend gives you their homework, yeah, but just change some of the words a little bit so that yeah, it yeah. sounds different. So they do that, and then they ex- they explain that, and then they jump into the exposition. Okay, so there's an avatar. The avatar dies. It's born into a cycle. It goes into the. It was Karuk. Then it was Kyoshi. Then it was Roku. It goes in a cycle. Cycle. Here's the four nations. It goes through all of them, and it's like, oh, okay, okay, got it. Whoa, whoa, whoa that's a lot. Uh, they have some goofy CGI of mm. people bending, and they're fully CGI oh, no. benders. They're yeah. not real people. <laughs> oh, really? That was that was very weird. Yeah. Oh, okay. It goes through, and it starts off with some unnamed original character. It's some Earthbender guy. He seems to be in the Fire Nation. He's running away from these Fire Nation soldiers. They show a little bit of earth bending, a little bit of fire bending, and then he throws a message to his buddy. Yeah. And then he gets captured and he says, it's too late. I've already told the Earth Kingdom that you plan to attack. And he's talking to Fire Lord Sozin. 
Fire Lord Sozin says, that's all part of the plan. And he immolates him on the spot. He like burns yeah. him to a fucking crisp, um, well done. If he <laughs> drops to the floor. Yeah. And then Fire Lord Sozin is like, all right, we're going to do it. We're going to attack our bigger ambitions. Goes over. We see, get introduced to Aang. He does a little airbending. And to me, that part looked a little goofy as well. He <laughs> drops down. We see Monkyazo. He's just this sweet kid. Monkyazo and him are friends. And then the council is, we're seeing parts of episode 12 at this point where we're, Aang flashes back to his past and he talks about why he ran away. How did he end up here? Gyatso is, doesn't want to tell him he's the avatar, but the council's like, yeah, you got to tell him. He tells Aang, Aang is all upset. Uh, he's like, I don't want this. He's monologuing with Appa. Uh, Appa looks very cute. Uh-huh. Uh, then he flies away and then the Fire Nation attacks and mm. you do see the attack. Mm-hmm. You see the firebenders, they arrive, they burn everyone to a crisp, very well done, and everyone dies. And Aang is, uh, he runs away, he gets caught in the storm. This is, I thought was the best part of the episode, actually, mm. when he gets caught in the storm. And interesting. And then he does his, enters his avatar state, and then he freezes up into a little ball. You were crazy. You were crazy. Babs being wild. Yeah, she's running. Okay, he freezes up into a little ball. Then we go over and we see the water tribe. Why don't you pick it up there? <laughs> Once you're done chewing. I was sneaking a on me bite. You got me. So yeah, I feel like this covered episode one and two, right? And a little bit of episode three, because episode three is where they go to the uh, Southern Air Temple. Oh, I see, I see. Okay. So one, two, slightly into three. So they do the thing where Sokka... And Katara find Aang in the little ball. They introduce the water tribe. It was pretty cool. They have that whole bit about like Sokka has yelling at these kids to like be warriors. Really funny. Yeah. The village people realizing that Aang is the airbender. Zuko. We start to see Zuko in the ship. Really cool. They come in. They demand Aang. Sokka fights him and gets his butt kicked for a little bit. And Aang is like, no, I'll, you know, leave him alone. Take me with you. They go. He escapes the prison by like airbending, lifting some keys off the jail guard, finds his kite and starts flying away. Finds his, is it kite? What do you call that? His staff starts flying away. Zuko, you know, Tom Brady fucking firebend (laughs) Hail Mary hits him and he starts to fall. But Sokka and Katara with yip yip appa grabs him and they start flying away. But Brady's got another, another zinger. Uh, Zuko Brady's got another fireball blast and it's mm-hmm. heading towards Appa, but then oh, whoosh, Katara water bends <laughs> uh, and knocks it out. And then Zuko angsty stares at them as they fly away to the air temple. And then Aang sees. We're still going. The episode is still Yeah, going. we're still going. And it feels like this. <laughs> yeah, when you're yeah. watching it. Should have ended there. That would have been a good ending. It would have been a great ending. You're right, Nick. If this newbie recap is dragging for you guys, it's it's we're actually doing a great it's, job of <laughs> yeah, this is the feeling of watching. <laughs> yeah. He sees Gyatso's skeleton skeletal remains and then goes uh tornado avatar state for a bit, calms down, and then instead of uh doing acting, he just reads off of a teleprompter explaining <laughs> why that he's gonna he's gonna be 
<laughs> He's going to take on the duties of an ele- <laughs> Duties of the Avatar. So many of his lines, dude. Uh, my favorite was... Really? <laughs> really? Uh, that's pretty much the episode. I skipped a few, but I just wanted to get through it. <laughs> wait, wait, no, you you can't you can't skip Zuko furiously drawing a picture of him. Oh, that was amazing. Was that was amazing. Writing. Yeah. Yeah, and then he's it's doing like, fan oh, art. Macaroni he sticks it on his wall, his yeah, pegboard yeah. in his room. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, hey, he's mad, he's staring at his pictures. Ah, and he fire comes out of him. Yeah. Very mad. Uh, and that's the episode. And then they, they end with some very... The original episode had plenty of zingers to end off any yeah. episode. And they do that here. They're like, and this is just the beginning. <laughs> that's how it is. Wow, that was a, so that's was a the episode. watching him do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's the episode. We give our all, overall thoughts. I want to make yeah. predictions. So I want to just look quickly, look over the episode tiles because they they did a little bit of mixing and matching. Let me just bring it up real quick. Oh, really? Okay. So we have just go through everything. Uh, Episode two, that's Kiyoshi Island. Probably not going to be very different. Omashu. News of a traitor puts the trio at odds with Omashu where a mechanist Ah! and rebels with a charming leader muddle their plans to protect the Earth Kingdom. So that is the mechanist and Jet. Is that what they're saying? I guess. (laughs) I feel bad, dude, because like it, it, this watching this feels kind of like a chore. I know. I feel that, bad because it's not bad, yeah. but like I know what you mean. But I will watch good. it and I will enjoy it. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, but I, it's like me when when I watched um, Lord of the Rings: Rings of Power, or mm. when I watched Oh Star Wars Obi Wan. It's not that bad. It's definitely better than okay. Star Wars Obi Wan so far. Okay, okay, okay. That was very bad. Also, I think it's a little. It's better than. Rings of Power as well. Yeah, those yeah, were yeah. complete misfires. Then we have Into the Dark, Episode Four. In captivity, Aang meets a king with a taste for games to find their friend. The siblings must navigate a dark tunnel and put the differences aside. So this is the secret tunnel episode from season two. Secret tunnel. <laughs> the guy in the thumbnail certainly looks like an eccentric traveler guy. Mm. Five spirited away. When the group lands in the spirit world for rescue mission, they come face to face with dangerous threats, painful memories, and a mysterious entity. So that's the spirit world episode. Masks a desperate Aang visits Avatar Roku to help on his journey. Does the Fire Nation close in on him at their fortress? A masked intruder breaks Aang out. Yep, that's all in line with the show. The North as an attack on the Northern Water Tribe looms. Katar challenges a master waterbender. Sokka meets a princess, and Aang takes Karuk's princess. word to heart. So he doesn't he doesn't communicate Karuk. with Karuk. Until he's the last two episodes yeah. of the original series. Which, this makes sense. Karuk is from the Northern Water Tribe. Yeah, that makes sense. I kind of like that. Yeah. And also, Karuk has a connection with um, Ko. Yeah. Who is also in this part of the show. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And then Legends, episode eight. Zhao leads the Fire Nation into the north where a bull plan to weaken the water with a bull plan to weaken the Water Tribe. When the battle takes a dark turn, Aang enters a powerful state. Okay, so looking at the episode lengths, almost all of them are an hour. A couple of them are uh, a little under fifty minutes. I was hoping they would be short. <laughs> they would be shorter. Yeah, I almost <laughs> feel like uh, it'd be great to have twelve forty-minute episodes. I feel like it would have been great. Yeah, I would like to point out that 
the total runtime of this show is roughly equal to the total runtime of the first season. Like the first episode? Oh, what? The, the oh, total runtime oh, of the whole season. Oh. They're the same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The animated series is 20 episodes, each 22 minutes. This is eight episodes, about an hour long. Yeah, but you can already tell, like, the this show is helping me understand, like, how efficient they were with what they decided to cut and what they decided to keep in the animation. Yeah. They accomplished yeah. so much in 20 minute episodes and like mm-hmm. while maintaining like pacing, a gripping like journey through most of the episodes mm-hmm. and continuity throughout the season. This episode to me was carried by visually stunning wide shots and yes. brilliant lighting. Agreed. Some, yeah. some shots actually were weaker than others, but it carried sure. through. I think Gyatso and Zuko yes. carried the episode. Yes, agreed. And the IP. Otherwise, yeah. I, I just I, it dragged. I would have tu- I would have turned it off. Yeah, if, <laughs> if it wasn't Avatar. Yeah, I would have yeah. turned it off. And then because I don't the watch IP. that much yeah. TV, I yeah. only watch really good TV. Oh, and then also sense. anime. That's that's also yeah. Sometimes it's not that good, but I watch it because I like it. <laughs> Dude, and I watch a little is bit of Love Is So Good. <laughs> it's so I, good. Right? I just finished season two. Oh. oh, you did? Yeah. Nice. Let's jump into the favorite parts and what we like. Yeah. Because I, I wrote down a few things. I, I took yeah. some notes. And then we can really rip into the, dis- the dislike <laughs> after this. Yep, yep. I'll start pooping out a few. That's cool. Okay, go ahead. I really think that the, I don't know why, but the lighting is really good in yes. this show throughout as we mentioned in the teaser lighting yeah. and the and color correction look really good yeah lighting and yeah. color correction look really good i actually really liked i think the sound design and, and visuals around the bending are actually very powerful mm-hmm. i think air bending's a slightly weak for me but i think air bending to bring that yeah. to life is very hard yeah because it's invisible yeah but like the embers of the flames and like the crackling of the fire bending yeah. i thought was really good and like these are the dimensions that i want a live action to like breathe more life into and i think they are doing a good job of that. The earth bending in the first scene, uh, when that guy's running with a scroll, mm-hmm. I thought the earth bending, how mm-hmm. it was portrayed, how he like kind of twists his fists into the ground yeah. and like really strains to, I think the actor and the CGI worked really well together to bring earth bending to life. Yeah. So that, that I was really impressed by. I thought the martial arts choreography and the physicality of most actors was actually mm-hmm. really good. I didn't love a lot of what Aang did, but we will talk about that in the critiques. Yeah, I thought Appa actually looked very good. That was kind of a uh, yeah, part I that, that I was worried about. Too. He was very cute. He was very cuddly. He yeah. made this, the sounds he made were just yeah. right. The way he yep. moved was good. Yeah, no uncanny valley. I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he definitely looks like a CGI monster, but in a yeah. good way. Yeah. And I think especially the moment when they're stuck in the storm. Yeah. Like you get that feeling. Well, I saw that and I was thinking to myself like, oh, poor Appa. Yeah. The the wave sucked in scene and the part where Avatar flashes into the Avatar state, gets into that like meditation pose. That was pose. very cool. I thought that was yeah. really fucking good. Yeah. I thought it was great that the theme song that the show ends on is the same. I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, we it's our theme song too. <clears throat> exactly. <laughs> I actually really like the way that Netflix started a little bit before where the show starts. Yeah. It starts with the backstory kind of and it and it brings you because netflix has to hook the viewers that like don't give a shit about anime yeah. or don't give a shit about avatar hey this that's what i said that's what i said many seasons ago move the timeline back yeah 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 and i think they did a good job of that uh gyatso had no business being that fucking good 
Yeah. I think his acting re- was really fucking good. And his voice. Yeah. And I thought that I was kind of, to be honest, I was kind of like expecting Zuko to be weak, but like he just nailed mm-hmm. the angsty season one Zuko. Yes. Yes, he did. I thought he really did. I think he did a really good job. Yeah. And he had a good job of balancing out being really angry and angsty and then also being like kind of proud, but you can tell there's insecurity behind no, it's his cocky. pride. Yeah. He was like yeah. cocky and like, I'm the best. When he rolls up to the outside the gates of the the water tribe village, yeah. the way he's like, I'm the prince. Don't make me burn it down. Like I thought that yeah. worked really, really well. And I thought the look of all the characters was yes. amazing. In terms of pretty spot on casting for look, I don't think you can Sokka's like his how do you find a human with a head shape? Perfectly <laughs> Sokka. And Ang too. Yeah. This is not I'm gonna talk about the acting and the dislikes, but that's that's <laughs> it for my main likes. Okay. Thanks for letting me fucking dump that out. I was yeah. I was dying to dump that. <laughs> Let me go over a few things. I guess we already covered a lot of mine. I I really liked that Zuko has like avatar fan art all over his room. <laughs> he has dolls of all of the oh, avatars. Yeah. yeah. That's what that was. Huh? And then he has a journal where he's like drawing pictures of them. He has pictures all over his wall because he's obsessed with the avatar. And also that he draws that because that's a new character trait. Mm. He doesn't draw on the show. And I like that he's this kind of obsessive artist. Yeah. Uh, and he's furiously doing that at the end. I, I I really like that. Well, I do think the trinkets are homing. Like he has them because they're kind of like supposed to be related to the Avatar and help him home. Yeah. Him a little. And bit. they were spiritually connected to the Avatar because the Cause little dolls up. glowed. Yeah. 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 It was a confirmation for him. I'm just trying to say anime figurines aren't that weird, Eli. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially the ones that have the big boobs. Right. Not weird. It's Okay. <laughs> It's art, okay? It's it's art. <laughs> Listeners, for the uh, record, I don't own any booby <laughs> anime figurines. I do yeah, have no, Legos. Your background is blurred. <laughs> I do have some Legos, a couple Gundams, and <laughs> One Piece ships. Ships? What ships. kind of ships? Oh, bro, you haven't seen my One Piece ships? I've so. Oh, I thought it's embarrassing. I, thought for, I was making a joke about how you have like romantic couples of. Oh no! Literal one piece galleon ships. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, ships. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like I, if it were up to me, like I totally would have some of those booby figurines. It just, <laughs> I, I just can't be that guy. I just can't be that guy. Anyway, uh, uh, let, let's for, let's move on from there. <laughs> what what are, what other things do you like about this? Show? Yeah, I have two big things that I really liked. One was that. I really like how this isn't this doesn't feel like a shot for shot scene for scene dialogue for dialogue mm-hmm. adaptation because I I think that's actually yeah, that's fair. bad. Yeah. And some examples of stuff that does this and I don't like it is every Disney live action adaptation it's like they're saying almost the exact same words mm. except, but as I said it's like all right you're copying your friend's homework and you change some of the words so it sounds a little different but you're like yeah this is essentially the same exact scene and it plays a lot of these movies, they play beat for beat exactly the same, except yeah. with like one or two additions to it. Yeah. And so how could you possibly live up to your nostalgia for the thing that you love? If you're trying to recreate that in live action, it's just going to be not as good. And I like how they they essentially they took an outline of the first couple episodes and then they just 
it's almost like in a in the best possible way they told someone who hasn't watched it before to say write this write this out with this outline these plot beats and so the dialogue all felt fresh yeah for the that's most fair. part there was that's there fair. was some one for one stuff but yeah. it wasn't too much so i like that they did that because i think that makes it a lot more interesting to watch as a viewer so you can actually be hooked scene to scene. And I think yeah. kind of what we touched on in the beginning, like I'm still going to come back and watch it because I'm interested to see how they're adapting it. And it's not just, well, yeah, next they go here, next scene they go here. Here's what happens. I already know. Yeah. It's a little bit different. So I like all that. Yeah. They had some nice little details about, I like seeing more of the air nomads. You barely see them in the original show. The art design and the world looked Great. If someone is watching that for the first time, I can see how that would suck them in and be like, wow, this is this looks big and a huge yeah. production. I think those are the main things because we already touched on some other things that I particularly liked. I got one more. OK, yeah, go ahead. You mentioned it, but I want to talk about was it Sozin? Not Sozin. Ozai? No, who was the one? Sozin. It was Sozin, was Sozin in the beginning, right? Sozin grabs a hold of the Earthbender's wrist in the beginning and incinerates him, right? Yeah. That to me was really cool. It was something that we've talked about in our podcast saying like, oh, if this was an HBO adaptation, they would do this. And I think the fact that it's a PG show, but like it, it, I guess it kind of fits into the darker end of a PG show. Yeah. To me, that kind Mm. of set the tone of like, we're going to expand the breadth of like darkness and like, you know, that kind of heaviness. And I think that was a positive way of saying like, we're not going to just try to copy paste the show. And I, I, I appreciated that risk. I think you're right. Honestly, in the original show, they make a, a huge point about not showing people die. Yeah. To its detriment at times, like especially with Jet dying. Yeah. It's like they even admit later on the show, like, oh, it's unclear what happened. And like, that's kind of with the restrictions of Nickelodeon and yeah. the way that. So I think that's a good way that they're adapting it is showing, yeah. oh, the firebenders are deadly and very threatening. Yeah. Nick, any likes you want to call out? Um, I think I liked a lot of the same stuff you did. I loved the big, beautiful shots of the like landscapes and environments. I really liked seeing the like the air temple or where Aang is from. Like I, I was saying, I don't think I really realized. Oh, like this is like a town of monks. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know that in the show, but seeing them kind of in their full costume, yeah, really made that hit home. I guess not hit home. <laughs> What's the phrase? Strike home? I don't know. I don't know. Really, like, it really uh, actually registered, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. I loved the scene when he's underwater and, like, you know, he's about to do the big thing and make the iceberg. That was very exciting. Mm. I like the way that Aang moves. Like, when he, that first shot of him sort of, like, flying around and playing around, he he Mm. looks like he has, like, dance training or something. So I'm excited to see him do more of the stunts. And then I liked the foundation they built of uh, like the relationship between Aang and Katara. Yeah. Like you, they really established like this is a girl who like has these skills she wants to use. She's kind of really being forced to not practice them or try them. And then, you know, there's this moment where you realize they're both kind of like the last version yeah. there in yeah. their worlds and that they're going to be able to be there for each other. And yeah, I believed that they have like this alliance early on. Yeah. In the original series, they kind of fun bond like they're they yeah. they become friends because they're like this guy is great and like after re-watching the show uh there's a moment where it comes out that ang is the avatar and then Sokka's like i knew you're lying you lied to us like he does in this show and then katara says like but he brought something that we haven't had in forever fun 
we've been like so depressed by the war. But in this series, they kind of trauma bond together. Yeah. They're like, my yeah. mom died because of the Fire Nation. Yeah. He's like, everyone died because of the Fire Nation. And but it's still believable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Now for the fun part. Let's talk about our dislikes. Yep, yep. Bro, I got a lot of bangers here. Can I start out with the biggest thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The biggest problem with this episode is that there's way too much fucking exposition. <laughs> way too much exposition. The characters, they introduce themselves, like Zuko. I need to get my honor back. I've been banished. I've been looking for the Avatar for three years. This is how I restore my honor. My father, he's the Fire Lord. I'm going to go back to him. I'm going to bring him this gift. And like, shut up. Just go do go to the thing. And Iroh, I'm I'm the brother of Fire. Uh, I'm the son of the ex Fire Lord Azulon. Oh, and then Gyatso. This was Avatar Yang Chen, and in the beginning. Oh, and then there was Karuk. Then there was Roku. That uh, Yang Chen was the previous Avatar. Stop telling me. So- Just get into it, right? Every character, and then especially the part that got me was Katara. This actually happens in the original show, so it feels weird for me saying this. But I was so tired of them exposition dumping Yeah. that when it finally got to this first scene of Katara and Aang talking together, she goes into more backstory. I'm like, ah, not not more backstory. Just just be present. Just be present with each other for a little bit. But that was the biggest thing for me. And then obviously the acting. But <laughs> we'll get. Why don't you go next? Yeah, dude, I think I feel bad, dude, because I think like picking on like child actors yeah. is just like he could definitely get better. And also like Paul Lee, who was angry Appa, the dad and Kim's convenience. Yeah. I think it's one. I think it's that like, this is definitely the biggest role he's ever had. Yeah. Two, Iroh is one of the hardest shoes to try and fill. Yeah. I think Paul might still bring it for Iroh. It's still early on in the Iroh yeah. days. So we'll see. I can really see that Ang's weakness as an actor right now, I think he's weaker. I think he's arguably the weakest main cast. Yeah. He's going to detrimentally hurt the storytelling. And and here's here's what I noticed. At face value, you just buy his scenes less and his emotional journey less. Yeah. And and you can tell like the editors were in the editing room being like, "Bro, give me something more." <laughs> Cuz there's a lot of dialogues that they cut away from his face. Uh, right. And, and, and uh, there's a lot of storytelling elements where like to show upsetness instead of showing his upset face, they'll show a wide shot of him far away running out of the hut. Yeah. There's a lot of choices like this <laughs> that happen where it's clear that they like avoided holding the actor yeah. in frame closely because they kind of did a workaround to avoid yeah. holding the actor on screen that cut away from him a lot as opposed to... <sighs> Yeah. Gyatso, they would hold the frame on Gyatso yes. for such a long time, right? There's this one emotional, like when Aang's looking at Gyatso's dead body, upset, yeah. they cut to Gyatso a lot. To me, yes. I'm like, is that, that might even be a, uh, uh, what is it called when you come back and do shootings? Uh, shootings. To do oh. shoots? Reshoots? <laughs> <laughs> shootings. <laughs> you meant... Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. Go on. no, you know when you like come back and like fill, uh, fill in yeah the, yeah reshoots yeah reshoots that might even yeah. be a reshoot um the the lines around ang were weakest the story te- the visual storytelling around ang was the weakest and i wonder it's because yeah. if it's because they just gave him original scripts and original takes that yeah. he couldn't 
he didn't have the chops for. I also think it's not all his fault because Fair. they they make him just like say all of his emotions. Yeah. He's like, I don't want, I don't yeah, want Yeah, this. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want... I don't is, think a that's chicken or the necessary. egg. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Chicken or the yeah. egg. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's both, but yeah. I wish that they gave him e- an easier time. Cause for me, yeah. I was watching this and it felt like watching the first Harry Potter. And it's like, okay, the kids are out there having fun. They're very cute kids, but they're still kid actors. And, but that Harry Potter has like this layer of, I feel nostalgic watching it, even though I didn't watch it as a kid. I watch yeah. it much later. Because of like the John Williams score and the Chris Columbus yes. directing, he brings yes. this like magicalness yes. to it. Exactly. And that when you see these kid actors acting bad, it's like, oh, well, that's just cute. But this show is not that. It's more dramatic. I, and so yeah. you have this kid that can't or the show is not equipped right now for him to to be this part. Yeah. It's it's disappointing. But I'm hopeful by season three, he's going to get older and get yeah, 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 and get get the chops. But th- I yeah. think you're hitting on probably my biggest disappointment is the jovialness is not captured here. It's the true. Enchantment rather is not captured. That's true, here. and that's how you grip an audience. Yeah, I think how the story beat should have gone is they spend the first ten minutes with the Earthbender earlier yeah. time frame Sozin arc, then they do the. CGI like water, earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they set the scene. And then they should have spent the rest of the episode establishing how fun, playful, and enchanting Aang and this world is. Yes. I comp that is the biggest thing missing here. There was no penguin. He's supposed sledding. to be this kid that wants to not Yes. He he, he just says, I don't want this. But yeah. you don't show what he does want. He what he yeah. does want is to play around with his yes. friends. We should have and seen that's him the story playing the whole first the season. air ball. We should have seen yeah. him penguin sledding. We should have and seen And you don't see any of that. We don't see any yeah. of that. The iconic laugh from the intro of the animation, you know, the way it goes, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oof. We need that. <laughs> like we we want that. <laughs> And from from uh, Iroh, you want to hear him laugh? Oh, you guys laughing so. Can you do it again? That's so funny. <laughs> if the audio cut out, I'm actually asking you to do it again. Like, I'll try. Now I'm gonna be in my head about it. No, do it, do it, just do it, just do it now. Don't think about it. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> Okay. You're so right. Yeah. It's not in there. I thought it was, but it's not in there. That energy is totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I think so. The, what they did is they tried to do that with the establishing shot of when he was Shen Yun, yeah. like yes. crouching yeah. tiger. Yeah. 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 And it was almost there, but it was more like, oh, like mystical. It wasn't yeah. like. Like he's powerful, is what yeah. they oh, said. We're showing his skills. That yeah. Is, like fun energy. Yeah. No, no, no. We want. When Harry Potter walks into the hall of Hogwarts and you see the floating candles. Yeah. You get chills. You get chills. You do. It's true. You do. I'm getting but I'm sorry for shitting on you, but you're absolutely right. You, I watched that. I was like 18 years old, yeah. and I was like, "Wow, this is great!" Bye. And you're swept away to another land. Yeah. you know, you yeah. don't get that from this episode. Yeah, I wish they could have done stuff in the Air Temple where he's like being mischievous and yeah. stealing things and like being buddy buddy with Gyatso, which he kind of is. Yeah, or he's playing with his friends. I, I wish they had that. And yeah. it's just this one shot of a little bit of a goofy airbending CGI. Yeah. 
So I think that's a missed opportunity. I think they rushed the brooding. And because they couldn't bond off of play, they did the trauma bonding, as you said. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like yeah. that's a little rushed. Yeah. It kind of works, but I think this show that I get it's live action. You can't be as whimsical as the animated show. That's just that's always the rule. Not with that you can't attitude. be <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it could be. You done. can't out goofy an animated show. Yeah. Well, okay, here's my here's my Mm, here's a hypothesis that I have. You throw someone in like the Daniels. No, 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 no. This is a Hollywood thesis. <laughs> not well. Yeah, yeah. It's not bogus because this is a, it, it might yeah, be yeah. bogus, but it's actually how I feel. Okay. You throw in the directors like the Daniels from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh yeah, they can do goofy. Or someone like Edgar Wright of Scott yeah. Pilgrim and Shaun of the Dead. There was one beat where I thought it was amazing, and it was yeah. where Sokka goes, "I'm not getting on this thing. You can't make yes. me get ah." Yeah, That's what Nikki said. I, said, I was like, yeah. that was the one moment that yeah. he actually sounded like, felt like Sokka. That exactly. Scream. We needed that. But that was literally one cut out of the whole episode. When I rewatched the original show, there's obviously all the goofy stuff that Aang does. Yeah. But also Iroh. I thought Iroh was a little too regal. Yeah. And upon rewatching the original series, and I, I hate being this way, being like, well, it's not like how it was in the original one, therefore yeah, it's bad. Yeah, yeah. But in the original one, the way they first introduce Iroh is like he doesn't give a shit because yeah. Zuko sees the beam and he's like, do you know what this means, uncle? And then Iroh says that I won't get to finish my game. Like he doesn't give a shit. Right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you don't really get that. He's this he he kind of seems like this sort of stately advisor person, yeah. which is almost there. And I want to see more of Iroh before I make a final judgment. But I just think it's yeah. a little off. Yeah, I feel like he's supposed to be this wiser than all yeah. days. And after completing season three and now knowing a lot of Iroh's past, it's like, yeah, yeah, this guy, like his story makes for such a interesting character. But yeah, I think Iroh was way too concerned and way too tender and like warm yeah. a little too early. We didn't yeah. really get the ha ha ha. Like yeah. we didn't get the like shaking belly laugh like yeah portly belly ho 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 iroh that yeah I, I really like i think what makes the character too is that you initially underestimate him and that oh, he totally, grows to become yeah. he's like an this, elf like the everyone's favorite character yeah. yeah oh random random idea that pop i chuckled because um there's this scene where katara is pleading with sokka to like not give up ang and he she goes uh he's the avatar is hope and we need hope and then I thought of the, oh, yeah, from, the play. Yeah. And, from and the she was like being Amber the Island play. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's true. I mean, they can't avoid it. That's how she is. But I thought, I thought Katara was, was pretty good. I thought Katara was good. Yeah. I thought her acting was good. Yeah. Damn. Like Gyatso, I was confused because the, the teaser, the teaser used Gyatso's monologue. Yeah. And I always thought that was weird that it wasn't Iroh, but I think it's because yeah. Gyatso has such a fucking good voice. Yeah. And he was true. a great actor. And mm -hmm. it feels weird that, to me, I'm much more compelled by Gyatso than Iroh for, yeah. for this kind of like fatherly wise role right now. Yeah, it's different. It's weird. I'm excited to see how it goes. Yeah. And I got a couple more dislikes I want to go over. Yeah, bang them out. So I want to say two things in one. I like the inclusion. I don't think they talked about the Comet Festival. Mm. That was like something that they invented. I thought oh, that was a yeah, good idea. Oh, yeah, that is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. That was a good idea. It's like, and it makes. Sozin seem more smart because he's like, we'll attack the airbenders while they're all gathered up, eliminate them all at once. That makes sense. What I thought was weird was we just came off of the finale where we see what firebending is like during the comet. 
And the fire bending is nowhere near that scale on their attack. Like it should be, it made it seem like Sozin could have killed all the airbenders by himself with how Ozai was. That's true. In the finale. That's true. And they were, they were fighting and they eventually won, but it didn't seem like a one-sided affair, which is how it feel like it should have been with the, yeah. co- the comment. Right. Yeah. Actually, that brings up another critique I had. So maybe my critique is actually kind of answering your critique. Like, I was actually worried about scale a little bit because we just talked about the finale, how they held off on the biggest scale until the finale and how Mm -hmm. rewarding that felt, how the power creep was like very disciplined in the animation. I worry that like if you show jet propulsion engine firebending feet in episode one, like how do you progress from there? Maybe, I mean, there is a lot more you can do in live action with like visual elements. So mm-hmm. maybe you can do that, but I'm just worried that by season two, we're at like Marvel level stakes and it's like yeah. fucking boring. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's more of a concern yeah. than a critique, I guess. Yeah, I, I totally get that. Oh yeah. Okay. So this is related to, there's two more things for me. This is related to the directing, but the random slow-mo I was not a fan of. During the action scenes, when the airbenders are fighting, there'd be these moments where they'd do a backflip and then they'd be like, mm. yeah. And it has like a, it slow-mos right when they're at the crest of their jump. And I'm like, yeah. that's, no, no. I just had higher hopes for a live action adaptation where they would hire the best in the business martial arts people mm, yeah. and do these extended shots showing people yeah. doing these fucking sick flips and kicks and really incorporating the martial arts into it. But it kind of, they kind of cut around that a little bit. Yeah. And just specifically around the firebending too. In the original series, every time they bend, they do a whole move, right? It's not just like put out their hand and stuff yeah. comes out. It's like it, you can feel the, the energy, and they yeah. talk about this so much in, in the original series. You can feel the energy of their movements connecting with what they're bending. Yeah. And there were times in this when it felt like they were just putting out their hands and, and fire came uh, out, or putting out their hands and yeah, water yeah, came yeah, out, yeah. right? And that was a little just dis- because that's I feel like how you hook people yeah. is show is that's I think what makes this world so great. They almost were there like some of it was pretty cool. That's how the earth bending felt to me. Yes. Yeah, that was good. And I think they were they were a little too focused on the flashiness of the actual elements. Yeah. And they straight a little bit, bit of focus from showing the actors doing these movements and yeah. hiring people who are really, really talented and cool to watch, even if yeah. there was no bending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well said. Well played. Yeah. Okay, and then the last thing for me. I think this actually <laughs> makes sense. Like, as Nikki was saying, Sokka is a dick. But it makes... Yeah, I don't think I said that yet. Well, you said while we were watching, it's like, oh, well, this is true for the show that he was essentially left in charge yeah. while his father and all the men are away. And so it makes sense that he would want to, like, overinflate his ego yeah. and be... Mm-hmm. kind of mean to people or just feel like he has he's the only one who cares and that's that's also true in the original show he's mistrusting of ang and any outsiders and other people and is being kind of mean to katara too but as we touched on earlier it's it's in this it's, he's he's very dickish yeah in a kind of like I don't like this kind of way. Yeah, it, it leans unlikable and that's not yeah. where the animation soccer lands. Well, because, I mean, obviously the animation Sokka has this goofy side. And he comes off harmless. Yeah. And kind of like the butt of the joke immediately. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. is not the case of the Sokka here. And I that I think that's fine. 
to uh, make him not the butt of the, the joke all the time. Because I think even in the original series, that can be a little tiring. But I, mean, I think maybe they took it a little too... He's a little too... I don't know what the right term is. Like brooding or... He was definitely a dick. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I can't even really imagine him being jokey. Like we saw that mm. scream, but we didn't see him. So like I can't imagine him like with his face... And body being funny. Yeah. He spent the whole episode being so serious. He really is a very slapstick yeah. character. Like he's the most Charlie Chaplin, like the, the goofy faces he makes and the goofy body positions yeah, yeah. he gets into. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine him with a rose in his mouth lying down in a tent for Suki? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah, not yet. Uh, okay. Not yet at all. That's yeah, not a uh, plot spoiler by any means, but I think Suki. Oh, sorry, Sokka peaks in season three. I'm just thinking about all of his best scenes. I think are in there, and especially in the ending when he's actually like, I don't know. I I think his character arc in the last season is great, but and in the first season too. Like in terms of his development, those are my main critiques. Though I think I got that all the way. I think listeners, you now understand our main thoughts. Anything else you want to say before we move on to our bogus thesis? Oh, are we do- How are we going to bogus I had just one more thing. Yeah. Uh, my biggest thing was, yeah, Sokka just didn't feel quite right. But there were also like a few moments where I was like, why is there like sexual tension with Sokka and <laughs> Katara? Did you notice that at all? What? Yeah, they, like, the way they looked Same at each other, more. I was like, that's not right. That feels, <laughs> that feels romantic. I didn't like it. Are you talking about um, when they were on the raft or when they were back at the village? I think there's one when they're back at the it's one of the first shots of them. Let me find yeah. it. Let me find it. Dude, if I was Netflix, I'd fucking like make sure that that doesn't happen between the actors. <laughs> Imagine. It felt so weird. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Meanwhile, can I, I? I remembered something else. Yeah. I think it's very clear that they spend an uneven amount of time on separate scenes. So the wide shot of every city, the wide shot of the iceberg, amazing, right? Yeah. And basically, all the yeah. shots that made it into the teaser and the trailer fucking amazing mm-hmm. some of the in-between shots not as good i specifically noticed mm-hmm. uh when katara and Sokka are on the raft it looked really green screeny and something about the lighting and the blending didn't really work because it to me it was like this is such a green screen you guys are just acting in front of yeah. a green screen yeah. i mean granted probably like all of the show is in front of a green screen but inconsistent quality yes throughout that, i mean that's i think that's actually the biggest thing as you mentioned yeah, it, it's it's tough to see that. And we found this scene. Wait, what second is it? What second? 21. It's that it's when there's 40, 46 left <laughs> or like 40, 30, probably or 40, okay, okay. 41 minutes left. OK, OK. Go Yeah. Go back and watch that scene. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Now that you say it, it's a little like flirty, less yeah. less so like te- like brother, sister, teasy. That's flirty yeah. is a better word. It, that just it just doesn't feel like how a brother and sister interact. It's more flirty. Yeah. Ew. I wonder what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah I wonder right? what these actors think of each other. Uh, I mean, age wise, it, it would make sense for that actress to yeah. perhaps be more interested in Sokka. Okay, let's move on to. Uh, do we have a bogus thesis? How do we bogus thesis this? I don't want to. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we come up with a new thing for this. Okay, we come up with how to fix it. <laughs> Okay. We say, how do you fix this episode? Okay. Okay. Here's the biggest things. Yeah. Let's just call it the fix it. Yeah. Don't writer's room. Writer's room. Let's call it the writer's room. All right. Writer's room. Gather around, writers. Yep. Yep. 
Okay, listen. Um, so you're the writer who just handed me the draft, Peter. Okay. Okay. All right. Hey, writers. Um, so, uh, hey, I had a, a look at the the first draft. <laughs> yeah. That you sent over to me yesterday. So yeah. I just read through it. So uh, here, here's my thoughts. Um, we're doing too much here. <laughs> we're doing a little too much. I want this episode to be shorter. I want you to take off 10 minutes. Okay. You need to find a way to do that. Second thing. We don't need to know everything right up front. Just bring us into the world. Make us fall in love with the characters first. Yeah. And then we can piece together what this all means and how yeah. did we get here. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. That's what you need. We need a little bit more whimsy. A bit more whimsy, okay? And listen, this ca- this actor here, some of these actors, they're not up to snuff. Let's cut some of those lines, okay? Just take out those scenes. Let's not lean on them talking. Let's also not lean on them making when we told them look shocked and they're looking around like that. Let's not do that either. Let's leave a lot more implied. We don't need to tell them everything. The audience. I want a scene of Aang when we're introduced to him, we get to know him as this lovable goofball. I'm not getting that right now. Yeah. He's not, he needs to be this, this kid. He needs to be this kid that does kid things. We know he's a kid, but we don't know that he does kid things. We need to show some kid things. Okay. And then you got the makings for a great episode. And I think just a little bit more, last thing I'll say, a little bit more. I want the relationship between our main, main cast. I need a little bit more there. Maybe one more scene of them getting yeah. to know each other. These three. And then we're off for the races. A plus. Okay. Chop, chop. Now, what is your notes for me? That's good. I feel like <laughs> that's like everything <laughs> that I want. <laughs> I feel like we kind of organically hit everything through our critiques. I think, uh, yeah, pacing. I just want more jovial play this episode. I mm-hmm. want more show don't tell from from Ang. I want more portly, jokey from Iroh. I want mm-hmm. less brooding from Sokka and Katara. Yeah, I just literally that energy of Ang laughing that I did. Just more of that. <laughs> That's what, <clears throat> oof. Yeah. <laughs> just write that at the top of the paper. Ha 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 oof. That's what we need. Yeah. If I don't see ha 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 oof on my desk by tomorrow <laughs> end of day, kiss that writer's seat goodbye. <laughs> All right. How do you fix? Okay. My fix it idea is like, you know, that part in Elf where um, his dad's like two henchmen at work come in and they're like, all right, picture this. We bring in Miles Finch. <laughs> That's my idea, but it's like we're bringing in Chris Columbus. Oh, <laughs> I do think yes. Scorpion. Did, did you yeah. did you watch the uh, like the Harry Potter documentary? No. Like the making of. Oh, it's so good. It's good, yeah. And it's really fun to watch how they made the first movie because they yeah. just talk about how Chris Columbus made it like a playground for the kids. Like anytime the cameras weren't rolling, like those kids were like playing. They were having so much fun, and he like made it an experience where they got to be kids on set. And I think that that's amazing. The movie. So, mm-hmm. like, we need that energy on this set mm-hmm. so Aang can, like, be playing already, and then he just brings that into the show, and, like, we can lighten up Sokka a little bit and just mm-hmm. make... We need the vibes on the set to be better. Yeah. So we're bringing oh, in Oh, wow. Chris that's Columbus. so genius. Yeah. That's good Because I think everyone felt the weight of $100 million on their head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. You can feel the executive just, like, chewing their nails. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is going good enough, but is it good yeah. enough? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh wow, that makes That's so much great. sense. That's my fix. It. I also loved the Columbus Potters much more than the Yates Potters. Yeah, Yates. 
Those are the last four. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the first one is like a Christmas movie, straight up. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we watched it during Christmas just because it has it has the vibes. The vibes are there. Yeah. So in conclusion, vibes are off a little bit. Yeah. Vibes are off. So with that, listeners, I'm curious to hear your thoughts. I'm always curious for stuff like this, any sort of adaptation, what people think. I think it kind of runs the gamut a lot of times. Some people really think it's great. Some people absolutely abhor it. So I'm really interested to hear what everyone thinks on this first episode. So we're going to go as fast as we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get through it. I know <laughs> I've been already seeing people putting like the whole series review up. I'm like, oh, yeah. how do people, how do people do this? I, can't, I couldn't even I can't. sit through the one. Yeah. We were doing this as part time. This is not our. <laughs> Maybe if we uh, at some point in the middle of this, we might also come back with some other episodes for the original series because I want to do some extra episodes at the end that we weren't able to get to because we're jumping right into this. So we might interlace it or intercut it a little bit with uh, releasing the live action episodes. That's my plan. Uh, what do you think, Peter? Yeah, that sounds great. I'd love to do like a fan. There's some lovely fan notes that came in. Yes. We'd love to do like a fan interaction episode. Would love to do yeah. like interaction, meaning just like responding. Yeah. Would love to do a reflection now that I've, I was listening to the last episode for a second, like our la- the finale episode yeah. for a bit. And uh, clearly I hadn't processed everything. So I think mm-hmm. going back and kind of recapping the whole show maybe or something a like that could be fun. Yeah. yeah. And I also want to start getting this going. I'm not sure where to collect this information, mm. but- Someone reached out and said they want to have an episode that is fan submitted bogus theses. Oh yeah, 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 I think yeah. That's yeah, such yeah, a yeah. that's yeah. such a good idea. Yeah, theses, 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 ninety five theses, right? Yeah. What's that guy's name again? Martin Luther. Martin ninety five theses. I hope to receive ninety five theses from all of the fans out there. <laughs> so you can DM me. It's at Eli Millen on Instagram. That's E L I M I L L E N. DM me your bogus thesis, theses, thesis ideas. Yeah. And we'll start creating an episode for that. So I'm going to just include this at the end of every one of these episodes. I want to gather up a lot of them. Yeah. So yeah, we can yeah. just go through Wait, a big so chunk. This is so fun. I'm getting excited. But should this be on any episode? Should this be on any, any, yeah. any part of the show, the show overall? This is anything. This okay. is wide open. Wide open. Wide baby. open. If it you could are, be about a yeah, particular yeah, yeah. episode yeah, or yeah, yeah. the whole season, anything. Oh, oh, I'm so excited to some of these ah, I'm going to shit on. Some of these I'm going <laughs> to some of these I'm going to love. Some of these I'm going to be like, oh, my God, I never thought of it. Though. That's genius. Yeah. So yeah. I'm excited to hear them. All right. Well, I think it's time to thank our sponsor, our sponsor for this episode. The Tisch School of Acting. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say Tisch School of, uh, of Drama and Theater. I don't know what the name of it is. Of the creative arts. Of the arts, I think. Yeah. Yeah. NYU. What a great program. I'm sure you've all heard of Tisch. Its reputation is larger than many of other universities in general. Tisch, the world famous, the acting program where you get to go to a school in and of the city. In and of the city. They were completely obsessed with saying that while we were there. Dude, whenever you say that, it it makes me want to do the cat gagging. Like, you know what I'm talking about? (laughs) 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 <laughs> in it, it's in and of the city NYU the global network university <laughs> <laughs> and I am Stern uh, and thank you everyone for, for listening in we love you all dearly we hope you're all doing well and we will see you next time Peter what are your words of wisdom 
When it comes to storytelling, less is more and actions speak louder than words. <laughs>